following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds for the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this April the 19th, 2023. Today's show, as always, up on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and everywhere else it's live all over the place, is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB for your men's skincare products and keep that youthful exuberance in your face today with Caldera Lab. Great product. I've been using it for a better part of two weeks now, and I can already sense uh, the softness in my skin, actually. I got a, a comment from Deanna about that yesterday, how much softer my skin is. Uh, in the last couple of weeks. So make sure you go to Caldera Lab and get that uh, skincare product. It's uh, something I can set behind. Anyways, thank you for making this a part of your morning each and every morning here on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live uh, and follow us wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. Anyways, uh, overreaction Wednesday, we'll call it right across the National Hockey League, more so maybe in Leafs Nation in Toronto, right across the country, uh, in Canada, United States for Leafs fans, but hockey fans everywhere. She's overreaction uh, Wednesday, no matter if your team won one or lost one, Everybody's kind of uh, on one side of the fence or the other. If they're if they're happy or sad and they're thinking they're going to be a sweep or they're going to get swept, uh, what's right? What's wrong with your team? And people t- tend to uh, freak out. Uh, we'll get the Leafs Nation right off the bat. That game last night that was something to behold. It was a one nothing early, three nothing after the first. I think it was. And we uh, the thing about a Leafs guy. And I'm a Leafs guy for those of you who don't uh, who don't know. But the thing about Le- the that Leafs. Um, Tampa matchup is that's pretty much been set since January. So Leafs fans, we've been waiting since since January to watch that crap last night. What an awful display of hockey that was right from the get-go. Uh, Ilya Samsonov showed why the Washington Capitals said, "Yeah, you know what? We're good. We're uh, we're good. We don't need you on our team. We, you've shown in, in the past you didn't don't have much playoff success over the years. So we're not even going to be gonna, going to give you a, a qualifying offer. So in swoop, swoops the Toronto Maple Leafs and picks up a guy who uh, finds a vulcanized rubber allergy, allergy around April fifteenth every year, and it kind of happened again last night. He was uh, better for. Uh, you hate to blame a goaltender over and over, but he wasn't very good last night. And you got to get saves in the playoffs. You got to give." your team a chance to win and there's an old thing you don't want to give one up in the first five minutes of a period and Samsonov did that last night it wasn't his fault well it's always the goalie's fault when it comes down to it but uh, it, it was bad it was it was an awful display of hockey to a man by the Leafs yeah they got a couple power play goals later on they did make it close 3-2 uh, they were like going down 3 nothing. you shouldn't you should, you can never do that in the National Hockey League in the playoffs you can't expect to come back from a 3 nothing deficit as the New Jersey Devils found out last night as well against, against the Rangers and they were flying last night holy smokes but you you watch a team like the Leafs who are supposed to be built for this this situation um then he had the bunting hit on in uh, in the second period, and when the Leafs did, did claw back and made made it three two, and they had a chance. They did have momentum on their side, but bunting hit a guy for no reason whatsoever. And this guy seems to have a have no nothing between the ears. They kind of just air and space between there because he took a penalty last night, got a guy in the head, got the match penalty, and then the, the, the floodgates opened again with with the Tampa power play. It was a stupid penalty, and, and the Leafs might be better off with him getting suspended for a couple of games and having bunting out out of the lineup. He's been the uh, 
I, I, the whipping boy, I guess, throughout the season. And there's a reason for it for, for, for people who don't watch the Leafs a whole bunch. There's a reason why he's been the whipping boy for uh, Leafs Nation throughout the season because he, with that hit last night, that took momentum right out of the Leafs' sails. And then Tampa went on to score five unanswered goals or four unanswered goals right after that. But the, the, I think the thing is with that, Leafs fans, they, they, they wanted a victory last night. And it's something about the, the first round of the playoffs. And Dave and I touched on it a while ago uh, on a 14-20 show that starting at home might not be the best thing to go. And yeah, you want game seven at home. Maybe not. But one of our shows we talked about, maybe maybe being on the road might might, might not be the, the, the worst thing as you... Um, you don't get to uh, relax at all. If you go to get milk and you go to get coffee or you go to get whatever, everybody's asking you, especially in Toronto, everybody's asking you who, who, what, when, where, why, what's going to happen in the first round and everything else. And uh, it, it happened to the Leafs last night. Leafs fans been waiting for that for that game one since January, and it turned out really poorly for the Leafs. Can they bounce back? Probably. I can't see it being a sweep, but Tampa looked really good last night, and, and paired with the with the with, with uh, the Leafs looking really bad, it uh, it turned out the way everybody kind of expected. Um, Tampa still has that that winning pedigree. They know how to do it, and it it, it matters. And you, you 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 talk about that winning pedigree. You go to Edmonton on Monday night when the Kings beat. The Edmonton Oilers uh, 4-3 in overtime. There was some questionable calls. We'll talk about that in half a second as well. But there, you have a, a team that, that's been there before. I mean, a lot of those guys are gone now, but you still have Anzi Kopitar, who's been there for, for the Stanley Cup championships that the Kings won in the in the, in the, the, uh, the, the 2010s and the like. And he's, he's been there, team captain the whole bit, and he knows how to win. He comes out and he gets four points in a 4-3 in a overtime victory. Uh, Edmonton fans have really bad look on you the other night, throwing all the beer on the ice maybe that's why they, that's that's why they stopped selling beer in the third period because guys like you were throwing beer on the ice uh after that penalty call and after the power play goal that that the oilers gave up late in, in or they, they okay first off oilers if you are pissed off at a referee don't leave it in the referee's hands because the referees did not lose that that hockey game for you was there a questionable call in overtime absolutely that was not a penalty to, to day harnay in overtime that was that was not a, a trip that was a dive and that that they should have called the dive and then why why the national hockey League calls a trip and a dive on both because you can't have any if a guy dove he dove if he tripped a guy he tripped a guy pretty simple so why they have those two calls is beyond me the national hockey League, and that's been driving me nuts forever but anyways Oilers fans, direct your, your your anger not towards the referees on on Monday night. Yes, the referees blew that call in overtime, an inopportune time to make that call, obviously. But to to direct your your all your your anger and hatred and throw stuff on the ice, it's a bad look. Don't throw things on the ice. You look stupid. It's an awful look right across TV. Good thing nobody on the East Coast is watching it because it was at one thirty in the morning. We can talk about that too if you want. But the thing is with with that. The Oilers had a 3-1 lead late. They had a 2-0 lead at one point. So they had two two-goal leads that they blew. The 3-1, uh, I think it was eight minutes left in the third period uh, that they give up. And they give it a late goal on kind of a weak one by Skinner where the puck the puck trickled through him. And Kopitar, of course, was right there to, to bang in the, the loose puck at the, to, to tie the game up. That's the problem that you have. Giving up the, the, the two-goal leads is a bigger problem than a referee. If you are leaving the game in an official's hands, you're probably going to lose that game anyways. Don't ever blame an official unless it's just something at a in opportune time but like that you cannot blame a referee on that one blame Connor mcdavid who had zero points one of the first times in in his uh, this season really uh blame him he had zero points uh was looking look largely ineffective after after dowdy had uh, some comments and pushed him down the whole bit and so that was one of those things you had drew dowdy out there with his winning pedigree they know how to win T- 
the LA Kings are, are nowhere, nobody to sleep on. I thought that that series would go seven to be one of the best series in the in the playoffs. But that's one that I thought that was going to be a, a very good series. And the Kings didn't didn't stop. And they they kept rolling and and ended with with the victory in that one. Uh, another thing you you watched a lot of game the first game with that Minnesota uh, Minnesota. How come everybody someone says, someone says Minnesota? They sound like they're from Minnesota. It's one of those accents. Nobody even knows what it is. But anyways, the uh, the the game went the Minnesota Wild uh, Dallas Stars game. Uh, Dumba's hit on Joe Pavelski. Man, I thought it was clean. Was it a little late? Maybe, but I thought it was a clean hit. He was riding me into the corner the whole bit. It was a it, Pavelski should probably shouldn't be playing. They said he was day to day. Maybe go game two, game three. But man, when you're when you're on 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 Queasy Street like that, it's probably time to to hang him up for the rest of the season or at least the rest of this round and see where it goes. But that was something else to see, and he got leveled. And it was uh, it wasn't pretty at all for for Mister. For Mr. Pavelski, it was something that you, it's, it's scary, but it is part of the game. It is part of how the, the game goes in, in playoff hockey, man. And now that 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 series has some juice, and there, there was a lot of hatred towards towards Dumba, and he's public enemy number one in Dallas now. And it, it's got that uh, added to the series, and Dallas ended up winning, winning that, that, that or, or, or uh, uh, Minnesota ended up winning that game. Six out of the eight teams won that. That for, uh, road, road teams won the, their first game of of that playoffs. And that, that's that's unheard of. Yeah, now you can go and, and go. Now we can go. We got the sweep at home, or we, we got the split on the road. We can get the get the sweep at home, and you never know. Go on the road, and, and yet you, you have a couple of chances to win this thing. Uh, so winning that first game is huge. I wouldn't put too much too much emphasis on it. It's not really something that you, you got to worry about a whole bunch because it's still a four game. You still got to win four, and it's tough to win four no matter what. You can't beat four guys four four. You can't win four games in a row very often. It's tough in this league, especially when you have the all, all playoff teams who are qualified to be there, and it's something else to watch, and it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes. But tough guy of the night is that kid from Winnipeg, the Jets, Morgan Barron, who got that uh, skate to the face uh, in the first period, I think it was, of the, of the Jets. Jets looked good last night against uh, against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. He got the skate to the face, kind of was getting pushed from behind, skate sliced, up, sliced just above his eye. Thank God it wasn't worse than it was. But Morgan Barron, they got at least 75 stitches. I don't know why they couldn't get the exact number, but that, the, the number is at least 75. Why they couldn't just keep counting, I have no idea. But Morgan Barron is the tough guy of the night, definitely for the Winnipeg Jets, taking 75 zippers, coming back out an hour later after sitting on on, on the uh, the operating table, getting, getting zippered up, coming back out playing a few shifts afterwards and looked like he never never missed a second so tough guy tonight definitely is morgan baron for the winnipeg jets good on him for coming back and doing what he did because that's uh that's got got to be scary and you look at guys who get a leg cramp or they get a, a hangnail or whatever in other sports and they can't play and this guy gets 75 zippers just above his eye and they were saying like he was even when he was on the ice looking to see if the puck went in the net when he had blood going down his face but he knew that he could see he he his eye was okay so that's a good thing because that could have been a lot worse than it uh than it turned out because then he came back with the uh, the birdcage on, and it was a little bit tough. But he's a college hockey player, so he probably wore that a time or two in his life. So it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, look for Bunch to get suspended. Look for for the Oilers to probably have a bounce back that a bounce back game tonight. People, you can't worry about the referees. That's who they are. People are mad at referees. You can't get mad at referees, man. It ain't, they, if you leave it in the referees' hands, you're probably going to lose that hot game anyways. It wasn't a penalty. I know that uh, with uh, on day Harney in overtime dinner night, but don't get to overtime then. The Oilers blew that game. The referees did not blow that game on Monday night. Look for them to bounce back. The Rangers looked really strong last night. Boston keeps rolling. That that team that, uh, who was it on 
That Carolina game was awful the other night. That was not, that was not exciting. And their announcers were dran- bland. It was just a terrible hockey game with, with the Florida Panthers. was not exciting. I don't know why I put myself through that to watch that thing. But this time of year, you kind of got to watch all the games when they're on all at once and everything else. But it's, it's fun. It's great to this time of year to be a, ho- a hockey fan and a baseball fan and everything else. Yankees lost last night. They got to change that lineup. We'll talk about that on Friday on our, our, our Yankee wind-up uh, week and review thing. But anyways, it was a great uh, first week of hockey. There's no getting our first couple nights in the NHL playoffs. Fun to watch. Uh, look for the Leafs to maybe bounce back tomorrow night. But, man, oh, man, they got to find a goaltender this offseason. Uh, Sam Stuff's not the guy. And it, Like, if the Washington Capitals say that we're not, the, we, you're not our guy, he's probably not the guy for anybody. And that's what Sam Stuff is. Anyways, NHL players, make sure you guys watch, tune into those tonight. Who do we got today? Uh, on this day. On this day in 1991, the real deal, Holyfield, Evandro Holyfield defeated George Foreman in Atlantic City in 12 rounds in a decision. Uh, to retain the heavyweight championship of the world, Holyfield went uh, went into the first the fight with a record of 25 and 0, 21 by knockout. Foreman was 69 and 2 with 65 KOs. Holyfield won by unanimous decision by the scorecards of 116, 111, 115, 112, and 117, 110 in front of 19,000 people in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I remember those days back when when boxing was great and Holyfield he was something else. And uh, of course, I think Holyfield's biggest claim to fame is getting his ear bit off by Mike Tyson. Uh, uh, all those years ago, it was uh, interesting to see all that, the, how it all went through. But it um, it was something to watch on a, on, on a, a nightly basis or every weekend on pay per view. Like how boxing just kind of went went away and didn't uh, turn out the way it uh, everybody hoped was one of those things. But anyways, happy uh, what else we got here? Happy forty second birthday to NFL Hall of Famer and former USC Trojan Troy Polamalu, who was born on this day in Garden Grove, California. First round uh, pick in 2003, 16th overall to the Pittsburgh Steelers, where he spent his entire career winning two Super Bowls. Eight-time Pro Bowler is in the Steelers Hall of Honor and part of the 2000s All-Defensive Team and uh, one of the greatest head of hair in all of professional sports. Uh, we'll get back to this in a second. Uh, my my good uh, esteemed client and uh, friend, James Shaky McPhail. Uh, he has to say, okay, I understand you can't blame the refs, but the thing in sports, but the officiating in the NHL is absolutely brutal. I totally agree with you, Shaky. It was a bad call the other night. It was the guy who refereed the Leafs game was not good. He made a lot of calls that looked a little bit controversial. That hit in the first period. I can't remember who did it. Uh, I didn't think that was a penalty at all. It t- t- changed the momentum of the game. The bunting hit was totally uncalled for. That was definitely a match penalty. Uh, the referee has been brutal. They do need to do something about that. You get guys around around the league that 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 are there and uh, don't leave it in the refs' hands because if you leave it in the refs' hands, you're probably going to lose that hockey game anyways. Shake, we'll have to get you on the show maybe this week and you can join us for After Dark and we can have a, a long discussion on that maybe on Sunday night and we can uh, have a, a last call to 1420 Sports Bar. Anyways, thank you for joining us every morning here on 1420 in the morning. We greatly appreciate everybody who uh, who uh, watches and tunes into the uh the, the podcast form of the thing. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Pick up your uh, tickets for the games this week at SeatGeek.com. Uh, use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com and listen to our show wherever you get your podcast. 1420 in the morning, coming at you each and every day here on Facebook Live. Thank you for being, making us a part of your morning, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. More beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.